drop 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 these everybody 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 Ah, he wants to go off road That you when you got the lamp. Yo, he was right on my ass, man. Who wrote this? I did. Ask him if you got the letter. Did you get the letter? What letter? Yeah, What's up, man? Oh, to catch a fade, huh? Sick of What an intro. Cool. Here we are. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to The Real Boys. This is our special edition number 21, I believe. We're talking about the Greasy Strangler, chosen for us by The Real Wheel a week or two ago. Uh, if you don't know what The Greasy Strangler is, uh, Michael, you want to talk about The Greasy Strangler? Or should I give you time to collect yourself? No, I don't want to talk about The Greasy Strangler. Um okay. Well, as me... far as movies go, go for it. This is a zero out of ten. I hated this movie. I hated every second of this movie. I have a real, I have a real sound thing, and this is eating noises. The movie, yes. and not any sort of normal eating noises. This is. <laughs> squishy disgusting they're putting grease on toast and just crunching down on that crunchy slimy stuff and the music is high-pitched and awful and the actors voices are terrible i've never seen a more disgusting prosthetic penis <laughs> like <laughs> the nudity didn't <sighs> really bother me but what these things looked like was so gross that thing did not look like a penis it didn't look like anything the little one or the big one or for that matter her merkin that she was wearing um, was also <laughs> disgusting. You could see the edges of it. It was oh, like yeah. somebody took a piece of literal carpet and glued it to her. It's horrible. So that being said, <laughs> go for it. Keep going. There was something here that I think I could have liked. This is this is the type of movie that I normally enjoy this is a very strange tale 
told in a very strange way with, you know how I feel about characters and worlds where it's just, here's what it is. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. And it is one of those. So I am going to ask you if you want to do something with me today. Okay. I, since (laughs) we are the two smartest and noble proposition, funniest and most charming and best looking real boys. Um, if any real boys want to dispute that, I'm going to give them a couple seconds to do that. Yeah. No, nothing. Okay. Nothing. So since we're the smartest, best looking, most charming, um, funniest, best looking real boys, um, I would like to let's talk through this movie. Yeah. But while we're talking through it, I want to fix this movie. Okay. I want to fix this movie so that it's watchable. Cause right now it's it's zero reels. I okay. despise every second of this movie. But if we fix it, I want to see if we can get it up to like a seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give a little background on the movie itself before we dive really deep into this. Only because I think this one flew a little under the radar for good reason. <laughs> it it's only not made, for everyone. It only made $45,000 in the box office. <laughs> Did you say box office? Yeah, it was released in theaters. It was released in theaters. According to Box Office Mojo, yeah. Wow. Anyway, The Greasy Strangler is a 2016 film directed by Jim Hosking, written by Toby Harvard and Jim Hosking, and um, starring, uh, what's his name? Michael St. Michaels, which is his real name, uh, Sky Alabar, Elizabeth DeRazzo, and a few other people. Uh, it is about a father-son duo who live together. They are uh, degenerates. Would you agree that they're degenerates? <laughs> I would agree that they are okay. degenerates. Um, and the father covers himself with grease in grease at night and goes around and strangles people as the greasy strangler. Uh, the son engages in a romance with a woman who joined them on their walking disco-themed tours. And the movie unravels from there. Yeah. Just yeah. Anything yeah. anything you like to add to a summary of this movie? No. That's okay. I, I mean, that's about all there is to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff in here that uh, we'll get into it because we're gonna fix this movie. Um, but there's stuff here that this movie is what an hour 35 90 minutes with credits. It could have used three or four extra scenes, 90 seconds a piece to explain certain things. Okay. That's one of, that's one of my suggestions. I have one. I have one very easy suggestion to fix this movie. Okay. Go for it. And it's one person, one person who can take this weird stuff and make it, maybe not make more sense, but be more pleasurable to watch. So I'm going to say one name 
and that's David Lynch. If David Lynch would have directed this movie, I think it would have been like, that's a seven off the bat because he could have taken this stuff. He does this stuff with like, one of the things that this movie does is it like repeats things. It, you know, we're, we're Rudy, we're Rudy Tootie disco cutie, you know, for seven minutes, three times during this movie. Um, uh, we're bullshit artist, bullshit artisting all over the place. Mm-hmm. David Lynch can take that kind of stuff and make it like, like I'm, I'm intrigued while it's happening, but while whoever directed this movie was doing it, I was just irritated. So <laughs> I just want to so, say, yeah, watching this movie for me, I have an aversion to, I don't know how to describe it, but I do not like food based discomfort. I don't like, I don't like vomit stuff. I don't like like discussing food stuff like that. So the shots of them literally pouring the contents of a bucket of grease onto mm-hmm. their food mm-hmm. was hard for me to watch. However, <laughs> they never pour it on and take a bite in the same cut in the same no. shot. So no. they always cut away. So I'm like, okay, they're not actually doing that in real life. Uh, there were several points where I felt physically uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Physically, I could feel mm-hmm. myself like my shoulders hunched, my stomach churned a little bit. And I'm thinking like, how badly do I want to do a show tonight? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, do I want to do this or do I want to make up an excuse about why I can't, (laughs) or I'll, I'll be behind the scenes and someone else can carry the show. Um, Uh But I have a duty. Uh Uh, And at about the 45 minute mark, about halfway through, there is a scene where two characters chant, Uh Hootie Tootie Disco Cutie Mm -hmm. for about three minutes total. Yeah. While one character tries to block it out. And I don't know what it was, but the way that they are moving with, they've got this stiff armed shoulder dance they're doing. (laughs) And how seriously they're doing it out of nowhere kind of renewed my ability to keep going. And I'm like, okay, I got that second wind I can carry through. But Uh this is not a movie that I would recommend to anybody, Mm -mm. but I think everybody should experience it. I don't recommend it, but I Uh think that you will come out the other side changed. It's and this, this you and I right here is a way for us to process our trauma over having experienced this movie together. Yeah, it's, it's, you're right. The. I don't, I watch a lot of horror movies, um, as you'll know by the fact that I'm doing a horror movie podcast every day in October. Um, so I've seen a lot of disgusting things. Um, but I have, n- you, like you said, I have never been as physically like I posted on my Facebook that I was about to literally throw up. And that was not an exaggeration. There is a scene where the main character, the old man gets a hot dog from a street vendor. Who's out in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere, selling his hot dogs. And he's trying to get this man to put extra grease on his hot dog. 
and instead he throws his money. Maybe <laughs> has, I'll give this one real because money. the the money in this movie <laughs> is hilarious because I thought it was fake money that he was giving to the blind guy yep. at the car wash. But then he used it to buy the hot dog too. So that was the money that they were using in this. So just for the money alone, that was just white pieces <laughs> of paper that somebody drew on with marker. That was their currency for this movie. That was brilliant. One reel. I'm adding it. The, <laughs> the, the production and I like the cinematography. I thought the camera work, I, 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 there were moments where the camera had certain movements and zooms where I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. It, this is kind of like was... when, it, when it is Brayden and Janet talking in the front yard and then the camera goes up and zooms in on Randy? Whatever uh, the dad's name is. Yeah, I don't know any of their names. <laughs> um, Russell? It's an R name. It shows him yeah. like kind of leaning over the balcony, like glaring yeah. at them. I'm like, that's a fun one. There's a there's a very long distance zoom like across an empty lot onto the tourists early mm -hmm. on when they're standing outside the vending machine. Mm -hmm. There's some fun camera stuff in this. Yeah. And no, it was directed. It was directed well. And I, and I will say that. Yeah. The props um, are fantastic. But I laughed every time that Ronnie was in the car wash. <laughs> He's just standing there getting hit by the bristles, and I'm like, okay. This it's is the same, and it's the same one. Yeah, it's, it's the same, same one, like same five shot. times. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the 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 point that I was the closest to throwing up was when he threw that money on the ground, opened up the hot dog cart, and then full hand dunked that hot dog into a five gallon pail of grease. It was, and then he just. But the other thing was, like you said about not showing them eating it. When they showed him eating that hot dog later, it was definitely not covered in grease. Yes. So, <laughs> so that is, you know, that's one thing. Um, so, and then there was once there was one other scene that bothered me because of the repetition. But also there was some racism thrown into this one. And it oh. was the scene at the um, vending machine where yeah. the Indian guy is is trying to tell the other guy. Like the one guy is like, what are these chips made out of? And he's like, Porto. Yep. And he's like, what is it made out of? Porto. And it's like, he, they do it like 10 times. And I was it's... like, all right, I get it. Yeah. And then I, they're it, all. It's, it's, it was at that point where I realized kind of what I was getting myself into, where I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is that kind of film. Yeah, but it, it wasn't, though, because it, it, there was no more, there was no more racism in it. I don't know why that was in there. <laughs> well, they were all, they are, you know what they're credited as, those three characters? Dead meat, potato man, and lady? Indian tourist, Senegalese tourist, and Scandinavian tourist. Okay. Yeah. I I'm not I'm not saying that to try and justify the humor at the accent, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But it's it, yeah. yeah, it, it was another, out of it's another yeah, it example out of, of them using like just Everybody in this movie is an outsider in some way. Mm -hmm. 
And I think the way they chose to portray it in that situation was probably a little old fashioned. Yeah, it, it was it was out of place in this yeah. movie, which didn't like I said, it didn't do it otherwise. But there it was just for way too long. So some editing. We can we can edit some of these very, yeah. very long scenes that are nothing but repetition. <laughs> Uh, I mean, okay. So you want to, you want to try and fix this movie? Yeah. How, how do you mean? What do you mean by that? Because, okay. I don't have a problem. Like I said, I don't have a problem with, with the weird amount of nudity. Um, um I don't have a problem with any of the, the actors were bad, but they were consistently bad. It was like bad yes in a particular way across the board across the board. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> Good question from red Flanagan who crosses over with the strangler in his Freddy versus Jason style horror movie. Hmm. Who's a, who's an equivalent challenge for the uh, greasy strangler. I mean, our greasy strangler has no superpowers, right? Well, um, he's, when he strangles people, their eyes pop out. That might be some sort of superpower. Some sort of super strength. Um, the power of surreal filmmaking. Yeah, let's let's think about it. Yeah, we'll think we'll, about we'll it. We'll keep that question in the back of the Yeah. Mind. We'll answer that by the end of the episode. Maybe the maybe the uh if we want to go gross. <laughs> yeah. If we want to go gross, maybe that um baby from a racer head versus the greasy strangler maybe the meat monster from john dies at the end so we can have our own real boys real boys that's a pretty good one that's a pretty good one okay we'll think about i mean yeah let's uh i was just (laughs) the tire from rubber would have no no problem defeating the greasy strangler yeah fight yeah roberto is that's his name <laughs> uh, oh no i've seen rubber four times yeah, i Rubber's, love that movie this is an official endorsement from two out of two of the present real boys you guys should go yep. watch rubber oh um, absolutely you yeah. should go watch rubber you want okay and that's and there we go that's another surreal movie with a weird premise and a unlikely antagonist <laughs> um because in this movie we have a hundred year old man um What's with a giant dick <laughs> and he's running around nude covered in grease and strangling people until their eyes pop out um in rubber we have a tire a psychic tire a psychic tire who makes people's heads explode and yes. rabbits explode and... similar power sets yeah so that's a good one. I, I like that, but I'm also angling the baby from Eraserhead okay. to get David Lynch in to direct a movie with the Greasy <laughs> Strangler. <in it>. Okay. <laughs> um, but the meat monster from John Dies at the End is also a good one. So we've got our first fix, which is replacing the director with John Lynch. Okay. David Lynch, yes. I don't know who John Lynch, John Lynch is. John Lynch. I don't know who John Lynch is either. <laughs> Okay. Football, football player, apparently, or manager. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know sports. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, 
so let me do the foley. That's okay. my second fix. Okay. I'll, I'll fix the sound on this thing so that people can watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, all right, let's get into the movie itself. Okay. Uh, we'll go, uh, I don't know. Let's go scene by scene and sure. we'll, we'll see what, what we might be able to fix in each one of these scenes. Okay. Um, so the first scene that I can remember is that scene where they go, where they're trying to do the tour. Yes. And the, the, the dad and the son are dressed up with these, like, quite frankly, awesome pink, uh, turtleneck sweaters. Everybody in this movie is dressed like a psychopath. Everybody all, in this. It's all high riding sweaters or shapeless like pants or no pants. There's yeah, a lot of people or, walking around in public in like boxer briefs and like Daisy Dukes. And yeah, everybody is dressed. Adam driver as Braden. I was actually thinking, um, as the son, Adam driver's a little <laughs> bit young for the son. Um, yeah. But I was thinking, and here's another uh, real boys trope is uh, Bruce Campbell as the right. son, because he looks really weirdly kind of gross and old in Bubba Hotep. Um, okay. I was, I was thinking, um, you know, slap a long mullet wig on his Bubba Hotep character. And there you go. But I was trying not to recast it as well, because like I said, everybody was very evenly acting in this movie, and yeah. I appreciated that. I appreciated how strangely everybody was acting. They're, they're consistently weird. They're consistently weird. Yeah. Oh, there's one character that I would change or explain something about, but we'll get to him later. I think I know who you mean. But <laughs> I'm later. sure you know who I mean. <laughs> so we're on this disco tour. Let's yeah. see. Let's maybe see a little bit of the disco tour. I, I think we see enough of it with the uh, him just making blatantly false lies about... <laughs> who did what in this town because they never they never named the setting the setting is this like really run down industrial looking area you only mm -hmm. see a shitty house or at least a house with that like graphic wallpaper and a nightside hot dog vendor curb at the curb mm -hmm. and a club slash bar there is a club that very few people are at well it's i'm pretty sure that's the same bar because i think that person that other man dancing is the other man in the bar scene mm -hmm. i i, I believe yeah, yeah yeah okay the <laughs> one where they're all three sort of yes dancing each other <laughs> yeah this the sexuality also kind of worked for me in this with this weird yes because it was like nobody in this movie is like traditionally good looking but they're all nude and fine with it and like there's a lot of and that's fine like yeah. i don't mind that at all no, not at all um 
so yeah, like I said, uh, the, the recasting, we don't have to worry about. We just have to worry about maybe explaining some things, maybe showing a little bit more of certain things and a little bit less of certain things. <laughs> so, okay. It is, I mean, it is just full, just full exposure in this yeah. movie. I, yeah. I was surprised. Because it was just some weird little like indie financed movie. Uh, it turns out uh, uh, Elijah Wood's production company mm-hmm. helped finance this. I mean, that makes me all. that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, he's um, a weird. Elijah guy. Wood is a very strange guy. Yeah. Like, and I appreciate him for financing strange things like this because there there aren't too many people who are willing to risk the amount of money that he does to put out weird stuff. Yeah. But I guess he gets that Lord of the Rings money. So he, <laughs> Oh yeah. He can he throw some around. Yeah. I would too. Are you kidding? Oh, absolutely. I would love to be able to finance shit like this. I probably yeah. wouldn't have financed this because I would have gotten the script first, <laughs> but, <laughs> or, or they would have had to have let me in the production team. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so yeah, now we're what? <laughs> I I mean, we just go. I think the from... next scene is the tourists outside mm-hmm. the hotel, and then one of them gets strangled. Yes. So this is our first meeting with the greasy strangler, and he looks like a goblin from Lord of the Rings. Far more bestial than I imagined. The the costume stuff is bad um, because they didn't give him like a spandex suit. I, I get what they were doing. You know, they didn't want to yeah. grease this man up. They wanted to put some sort of, cl- but you can see the, like the fabric oh, yeah. stretching like around oh, yeah. where put, put the man in a spandex costume. If, you, <laughs> if you're going to put some rubber, disgusting grease drippings, um, make it at least look like, you know, I can I can get a a green man costume at Halloween Adventure for probably thirty bucks. <laughs> it wouldn't have been that much more yeah. to make a decent costume. Um, but he only pops the eyes out of one of these people. Is that correct? Because he sends the, the one guy through the vending machine. The hot dog vendor gets his eyes popped and Janet gets her eyes popped. Spoilers. Yeah, but there's there's somebody else who gets their eyes popped, too. Um, That's oh, in, the pig, in between. Pig oinker. Yeah. We'll talk about him later. Um, later. <laughs> so we kill the three. All three of these tourists get it, even though he kills the first one pretty slow and the other two just stand there and watch. While it's happening, uh, the first one gets his head put through the vending machine. Fine, whatever. Pretty standard horror movie kill. Um, And then what does he do to the second one? I think that would be the Scandinavian one. Doesn't he strangle him? He strangles. Does he strangle two of them? Because I only remember the third one. He definitely strangles. I think doesn't one of them survive. No. Oh, 
does one of them run away? I don't remember. I was still in shock at this point in the movie. Yeah, that's. I think I was at the same place, but I do remember he puts the first one through. I thought that he killed the second one a different way, and then the third one he does strangle because my first thought was, okay, now we have a greasy strangler yeah. instead of just a greasy murder. And he does yeah. strangle everyone else in the movie that he kills. The rest of them get strangled, so I don't know why this at least one, possibly two other people get killed in different ways. It, it's inconsistent. Yeah. Um, but he's still greasy while he does it, so I guess whatever. Um, <laughs> so then we have our first then we have our first um, car wash scene. Yes. He's screaming. Because oh, yeah. he's, the, you know, the car wash, the the brushes yeah. are smacking him in the face. Um, and then he goes through the car wash and his big disgusting dick is just flopping around going through the center of the screen. With the yeah. Winds, with the fans blowing. And I'm yeah, like, you know just... what? Good for this movie for hanging dong. Like, front, yeah, front, like good, good for them. Equal opportunity nudity. Why not? Yeah. Oh, I, and again, if it looked like a dick i would have i would have been happier with it but it looks like a railroad spike yeah it looks <laughs> disgusting it it's... looks like you took a railroad <sighs> spike and wrapped it in you know chicken skin it sucks <laughs> yeah and i hated looking at it um and then we meet oh yeah that's the other guy who gets strangled uh we meet the his i guess his friend from back in the disco days oh a yeah blind old man who runs the car wash big paul i took yeah. note of his name because up until this point every character we meet who is named has big in front of their name yeah big ronnie they are... big Braden, big paul yeah yeah maybe that has something to do like were they a band or something uh, i couldn't I quite tell no i don't think the, so the... i think i think it's literally just a naming convention to make this movie even weirder Okay, because it seemed like it seemed like uh, Big Paul, yes, and Wait. Big Ronnie, yeah, were Ronnie's friends. A strangler. Yeah, was friends from back in the disco days. Well, Ronnie does say at one point later on, I believe that he used to be in a band. Mm -hmm. I think you're right about that. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I think they were in a band together. Yeah. Okay. He Sorry, probably. My my brain matter is mostly scar tissue right now. So yeah, it's, this is a, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Um, so we are, yeah. So, so far we're okay. Besides the sound, we're fine here. Um, he gives the, he gives the guy, like I said, he gives this guy a dollar bill shaped piece of paper with marker written on it. Like it was made by a five-year-old. Yep. And I was like, oh man, he's fleecing this blind yep. guy. I thought he was an ass. I thought he was, well, he is an asshole. I thought that yeah. was why he was an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but like I said, I think that that was just the money in this world, which yes. I love. <laughs> I think you're right. So either that or big Ronnie is just that big a piece of shit. <laughs> and, or, everybody in this world is that stupid that they're like, Oh, this looks like money. It's money. I choose to believe that that's the money in this world because that's sure. what I, that's what I want it to be. Yeah. Um, so then we go and then 
it's breakfast. And oh, oh boy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's cooking up this <clears throat> bacon. And the dad's like, I need this to have more grease. So they yeah, add yeah. grease to oh, the cooking God. bacon. <laughs> and we're we're making bacon soup where the yeah. the, the broth is just Crisco. <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. When that, people were when people were telling me about this movie, um, it was like, oh, this thing is so gross. I was expecting the gross part of this movie to be the kills, but it was not. No, it's everything else. It's everything else. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, uh big big son is is telling is telling his dad oh we're you know i met this girl on the tour i want to take her out uh the dad's not thrilled about it they they come to a decision i guess they have to do everything together question mark um there's there's some abandonment from the mother involved in their relationship yeah for sure for sure but the dad seems to be the one who's more, who has it worse. He's always um, willing to kick him out of the house. <laughs> he's always saying he's going to kick him out of the house, yes. but it never happens. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert that he doesn't get kicked out of the house. <laughs> at, one point, at one point he tries and it doesn't work out. Yeah. He doesn't so. <laughs> oh my God. That's. I, I just thought of another disgusting thing from this movie. This movie is so disgusting. It's gross. This movie's um, disturbing. <laughs> yeah. So we go out on this date. I'm trying to, you might have to help me with some of this no. stuff because I'm again, I'm also traumatized by this. So hopefully we came up with about the same stuff. I mean, they go on a date and it seems like they're starting up a relationship. Mm-hmm. kind of kind of and then big ronnie starts falling for her as well and kind of muscles his way into becoming her boyfriend yeah but it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like he's starting to like her it seems like he's more trying to like assert his dominance in yeah. that he can take this girl if he wants to. He's power tripping. Um, yeah, they sort of come to an agreement. This is no. the other thing. This this relationship is very ill-defined between her and any of them. Yes. That's something that that I think then the ending of this movie would have been more efficient. It would have been more not efficient, but it would have like had more of a punch at the end if they would have developed this relationship. But really, all we're doing is sort of saying, oh, I like this girl. I'm taking her out on a date. (coughs) Oh, well, now she's my girlfriend. Oh, but now she's my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So if if they would have done a little bit more with the relationship between and then more slowly had her go over to the dad but then realized that she has feelings 
for the sun instead and that she's sort of just using the dad for his giant cock i yes <laughs> i <laughs> i don't know i i'm i'm trying to figure out ways to fix this movie and i'm coming up with kind of a blank cuz i think this movie is just nonsense intentionally so yeah, and I think and I think any turning it into a more conventional movie might not. <laughs> it, 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 I don't know what you would get. And admitted, admittedly, I watched I watched this movie before we did the show today. Like I mm-hmm. watched it recently, so I'm still kind of processing. Sometimes I like to give it a day or so, and I probably should have yeah. done that with this. Yeah, that's what um, I did. And I'm not again. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make big sweeping changes. Right. I just want to make tweaks and I'm not trying to make this a romance either because that wouldn't be, but, but what we have is I like this girl. I'm going to take her out on a date. I don't want you to do that. Well, I'm going to. Okay. Date. Now we're fucking. Yes. Now the dad's jealous. He weasels his way in. Yes. Then they're fucking. And then she says, this is fun. We have a scene, uh, a hootie tootie disco cutie thing for three minutes. And then she just sort of realizes out of nowhere that she actually does like the son and not the dad. Well, he, the son confesses to her in the kitchen and asks if she misses him. And she says, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that scene is followed immediately by her finding evidence that Ronnie may be the greasy strangler by finding the grease on the floor. And, I think that I think that's probably when she realizes the mistake she's made in going to Ronnie. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get the detective scene. Yeah. Don't let me skip ahead too much if you have points. Don't we, we didn't we didn't kill uh, we didn't get to the pig man yet, right? No. In the you movie, want talk, you want to talk about Linker? Is is the detective before that or after? I think it's after. I think it was pretty because we to get the end. we get introduced to this uh, apparently son's best friend in the whole world. Yeah, we just he just appears out of nowhere. So anyway, that's one of my tweaks. Just give that romance a little bit more. We're not turning it into a romantic thing, but I need that a little bit more. You know, emotional sure. weight to yeah. those relationships. That's, that's my, that might be my big fix of this movie. Okay. And it's, it's just the, the little bit of adding the weight to the relationships rather than just being like, this is our relationship. Let's, let's do it in, let's show it and not tell it. Okay. Sure. Okay. So now we get to this detective after they find greasy footprints on the ground um 
oh no, we might have a greasy strangler on our hands. I think my dad is the greasy strangler. I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. So in comes this detective. Jody. Jody? That's the name they give him. Who's, Uh, I mean. (laughs) Pretty clearly. Pretty clearly the dad with very long fingernails. Yes. And a f- fake mustache. And, and 70s disco detective yeah. uh, outfit. That's what and I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, this is okay. Yeah. I actually thought this was very funny when it was happening because, yeah. you know, this is. This is this guy's dad who he's lived with his entire life. They spend every waking moment together (laughs) yep they live together yeah so he comes in with an outfit that this is not a new outfit (laughs) this is an outfit he's he's seen before a fake mustache and long nails for some reason for some reason those nails were grossing me out (laughs) yeah i get it (laughs) long long fingernails are disgusting um so he's i'm sorry give me one second yeah are you are you recovering? Okay. I'm thinking about what this detective is about to do. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. He <laughs> scoops this grease off of the floor. It and it's chunky. It's chunky yeah. grease. Yeah, it's it's like congealed like kitchen runoff grease. Blah. It's it's old school cafeteria grease. And he scoops it up on his nails and just starts wiping it onto his face. Well, it's good for the skin. That's what he says. (laughs) If you're not watching the podcast and you're listening to it later, we're getting a lot. You're missing out. You should go find it on YouTube because you're getting a lot of uh, Mm. good visual comedy here with our facial reactions. Cause this, Uh, this movie is vile. I wish that all the way through. I wish that this was visual comedy, but it's actually just me remembering these scenes and trying not to throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, now I I do forget why. He has to change back to the dad quickly. Uh, but but he's I don't just remember. He's just standing outside of the house. Yep. I think he's just trying to swap back because he's like, uh, don't all, uh, what, what does he say? Like all, and no more further inquiries. He said he repeats the same phrase a few times. Yeah. And all, and all further inquiries here, or it sounds like a computer prompt. Yeah. It's, it's not good. (laughs) So that's apparently they still think that he's the, the greasy strangler, even though, yes. Yeah. Even though when he's not, you know, covered in grease, he does keep saying, do you think I'm the greasy strangler? Cause I'm not the greasy strangler. <laughs> he accuses multiple he, people of accusing him of being. A greasy yeah. And strangler. nobody ever accuses. Nobody ever does. The greasy strangler. It's like, you think I'm, the, you don't so, think I'm the greasy strangler. Do you? It's like, oh, and then they say something nonsensical because the script does not follow itself. Yeah. Did we, we, we talked about the hot dog itself, Yes, but we didn't talk about the hot dog vendor. No, not, who not really. Goes, who goes to his trailer mm-hmm. 
opens the window, yep. the big giant picture window in yep. his trailer, right at the back of his toilet, sits down <laughs> to take a big, steamy, juicy, loud shit. You know, my brain filled in that he was having dinner instead. <laughs> and, 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 and then you said that, and I'm like, oh, right. No, he was on the toilet. He was on the toilet. <laughs> He was For some reason, I was like, yeah, he sat down to have dinner and opened the window behind him. Nope, he opened the he window. He absolutely did not. <laughs> nope. Oh, my he God. He was evacuating his dinner. Sure was. Um, oh. So he gets strangled. The eyeballs pop out into the sink. Uh, they pop out onto a plate of breadcrumbs because then he breads and fries them. Oh, they I thought he put them on the breadcrumbs after he got them. He might, but this seems it, like the movie it really that doesn't matter because that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he he breads the eyeballs and then <laughs> fries, fries them up, them up in a pan and eats them. Yeah. Is that this? That's the first time we see him eat the eyeballs. Yes, and I think it's the first time the eyeballs pop out. No, Oinkers. Does. No, no, Oinkers that does. that yeah. The, oh no, he the eats tourist, Oinkers eyeballs. He does eat Oinkers eyeballs, yeah. but that's afterwards. Um, so yeah, that's, that's his second kill. That's the second, um, yeah. Then we do that now. Now we're at Oinker. Let's say we're at Oinker. Um, he's wearing, he's wearing a pig nose. You don't quite know why it's not strapped. It's not like a strap nose either. No. And it also looks like it's, it looks like it's made out of construction paper. It's not even like a latex pig nose. It's like cereal um, box cardboard. Yeah, we're told that this is we're told that this is um Brayden. big Braden's best friend. Yep. Well, we're best friends. Oh, okay. Thanks for telling us that the first time we meet this character. Don't worry, the next scene that we see him in, he's getting strangled to death by the greasy strangler yeah. for no reason. Um, I guess he doesn't really need a reason to kill. He's not they, like he only ever kills characters like, that we've immediately been introduced to. Yeah, it seems like he's should be a revenge-driven killer. Like he's it seems like he should be killing people who are trying to take his son away from him. Okay, sure. That feels like something, but again that that might screw up the sort of insane dynamic that we have in this movie. Maybe I am trying to make this into a normal movie. Maybe this movie exactly how it is, is fine. I was just so put off by the sound design of this thing that I couldn't deal with it. I, I think, I think you're right in that an extra five to 10 minutes to get some character stuff out there would probably serve it. Well, yeah. Because as it is, this is almost vignettes. Yes. The, the, the deaths that we have, you know, the random people, fine. I don't need those deaths to have weight, but I need the girlfriend and the best friend of the son's deaths to have a little bit more weight. So yeah. I would like to see a little bit more of their character development before we eventually murder them the hot dog guy whatever i think that scene the the hot dog scene might be all we need for character development because his death was my favorite one 
you know, we have a little bit of an argument. He eats the hot dog. He goes and murders him, you know, after a little bit of a tussle. Fine. I, I don't know if the murders need to have more of an impact. I think the main idea of the movie is the relationship between father and son. And I think the greasy strangler stuff is just the vehicle for them to reunite. Yeah. And I don't know that I need to feel anything for the characters who are dying. Cause that's not the point of the movie. No, it's not like, well, yeah, again, it, it just those two, the girlfriend yes. and the best friend. I would like to know more about okay. before, yeah. before we murder them. Sure. That's my other small thing. Like that's, okay. those are my small fixes. So, uh, and then I think and that's then, when Braden breaks. Well, okay, but we didn't, we didn't talk about what I needed to talk about, about okay, this Winker character. He takes this cardboard after he strangles him, after his eyeballs pop out, he takes this nose off of him. And for no other reason, but the fact that this movie needed to make me want to throw up more. Yeah. This pig man has no nose, just a gaping wet oozy hole in the middle Mm -hmm. of his face that the greasy strangler just sticks his finger in and wiggles it around. Sounding like stirring up a big pot of macaroni and cheese while he's giggling. And it yeah and i paused the movie and went to the bathroom just in case i actually did throw up i did not but i was close (laughs) yeah yeah that's a Uh, hard one that's a hard that's a weird scene yeah that was a rough one and that was it we never heard or talked about this character again yeah um yeah Go ahead. No, say, I, I say what's next because um so I'm thinking about it now. Janet and Braden decide to get married. <clears throat> they are they're having sex and he proposes and she says yes. They're Ron, sort of having sex because you They're see, doing whatever they do. Yeah, you see his yeah. his his little I mean nope. and this is another gross prosthetic. Yeah. The the tiny dick prosthetic. <sighs> Um, it's whatever, but they do show her like bent over and he's like fingering her, which cool. Like if you have, if you have a little tiny dick, you figure out how to, how to pleasure your partner. Awesome. Like the weirdly sex positive stuff that this movie does is awesome. Yes. I suppose. Um, I mean, I I, I, I suppose it's in like sex positive as opposed to just like sex neutral it's, yeah it's, it's not it's not just sex for the point of nudity it's it's very yeah. yes it's not you, titillating in any yeah way. it's it's not yeah it's it's gr- it, not gross it's i know it, it it's off-putting the way that it is portrayed on film yeah because you're not used to seeing yeah. non-attractive conventionally yep. attractive non-conventionally attractive people in movies having sexual relations with each other you're not used yeah and 
and I'm not. Al- yeah. alternate alternate yes you know say it's not just they're not just no. fucking they're doing no. all sorts of stuff cool mm-hmm. again great let's keep the noises out of it <laughs> That's that's my problem. My problem with this movie is 80% sound related, 10% hot dog dipping in grease related and yeah. 10% finger in the squishy nose hole related. Yeah, okay. I think that's a fair way to divvy up why why this movie grosses you out. Um, mine mine lies almost entirely on the grease related stuff. I don't know. Yeah. That just that just gets to me. Um, the other, the other thing that I would probably change the grease itself, like when he greasy strangler fies himself, there's a 55 gallon drum of grease in the closet that he jumps into and dips himself down into. Okay. But then why are we eating the grease? He's obsessed with grease. It feels like if he's eating that grease, maybe a fun thing to do would be like he's able to excrete it <laughs> oh. before he before he like murders. Toxic Instead of style? dipping him, I think it should be one or the other. Like okay. either you dip yourself in the grease or you eat the grease so that there's so much grease inside of you that you could just, (laughs) and it comes out that actually, I think would be awesome. That would be disgusting. That would be so disgusting. But guess what? We're watching a fucking disgusting movie right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're skipping some stuff. He kills, he kills his friend who is the, um, car wash attendant for no reason again but his eyeballs also pop out that those are the other eyeballs that i was thinking about that popped out well he goes into berserk mode which is like a serial killer thing at some point you reach a point where you just kind of spree kill for a little bit um but yeah he kills him he kidnaps janet after listening to them from under the bed takes her to a movie theater Mm -hmm. um brayden goes crazy covers himself in grease Goes to the movie theater, strangles Janet instead of letting his dad do it. Yep. They each eat an eyeball. Yep. They have a cathartic father-son conversation on the beach mm-hmm. about how they neither one of them liked Janet that much. Yep. And how their mom slash wife left. And all, then they all, run through, both while it. disgustingly covered in grease. Another no, thing on the beach, they're in normal clothing and not covered. Are in they? Grease. Yeah, on the beach. Okay. But then because one of the things one of my least favorite things, and anybody at work will tell you this, um the thought of sand also really grosses me out. Huh. Like going to the beach, I, I have several problems with the beach, probably stemming from reading too much HP Lovecraft when I was a kid. Sure. I'm horrified of things that live in the ocean. Yeah. Um <laughs> But, but like also the feeling of sand is gross. So I don't know. I thought that they were both greased up and sitting on the sand, which was like, maybe I had my eyes closed because I didn't want to see someone covered in grease and sitting on sand at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. 
it's coarse and rough and irritating. It gets everywhere. You're learning a lot of my fears in this episode. I'll be sure to write that into the next thing I have you voice anything <laughs> for. <laughs> uh, um, they talk about how... So I'm just jumping back into the movie because we're almost yeah, done with the synopsis. They talk about how um, they're, uh, the mom left to join up with Ricky Pringles, which is another great name in this movie. <laughs> uh, Ricky Prickles. That's it, not Pringles. And they decide to kill Ricky Prickles. Mm-hmm. Then we get a little montage of them covering themselves in grease, killing Ricky Prickles, running around the woods, <laughs> getting captured and executed by a firing squad, except it's not them. It's like versions of them that pop like champagne and party poppers yeah it's and then they go into the woods and make spears and shake them at the camera and the movie's over Mm -hmm. and that's it so what i got out of this we're gonna go a little bit long but whatever um we're not stuck to an hour the the thing that i got out of this was that once they killed janet the greasy strangler was what they were. And I feel like the firing squad wasn't, I feel like the firing squad was representative of their old selves dying. Like they're the greasy stranglers now, but (laughs) this firing squad is hilarious because it is CGI bullet holes in blood. And then they shoot them until the tops of their head pop off and then just grease pours out of the popped tops of their heads. Yes. And uh, very confetti. Is there confetti? Yeah. It it, it goes full on absurdity at the end. Yeah. But but they're watching from a distance and they run off. Yeah, they're watching from a distance. So I don't think the guys with the guns, I don't think the non-greased versions of them are reality. I think that's showing us that these two are together and this is what they are now. They are the greasy stranglers. I'd agree with that. Um, So, God damn. You know what? We did it. We did it. This is no longer a zero real movie. Um, we are. I'm not going to watch this again. I'm never going to watch this thing again because it was miserable to watch as someone with misophonia who can't listen to people chewing. This is a disgusting eating heavy and very like focused in on the Foley of them eating. It's part of it. You know, when he's wiggling his little finger around that guy's lack of a nose, that's very loudly folded. It's, it's gross, but I think I get it. Um, there, the stuff that happened, I just think they didn't have the money for, maybe a little bit more character development just of two characters. I, I could still I could still use a little bit more development on on Pig Boy and and the girlfriend. But that's about it. But yeah, yeah I, I definitely wouldn't if anybody ever asked me for a movie, this would be in, in the five hundreds of movies that I would recommend to somebody. Okay. 
Okay. Um, I have. I have probably 500 movies that I would recommend that people watch before this one. (laughs) But if you like, if you want to watch something that you've never seen before, and maybe you don't have a problem with sound or grease, greasy, disgusting food food things. It's definitely an experience that I wouldn't, I wouldn't not recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it different. Yeah. But if somebody said like, Oh, I heard about this greasy strangler movie. I would be like, be prepared, but go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I it's, it's not a movie. Like I said, I think I said at the beginning where I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to everybody, but I do think you should see it. If that makes sense as kind of yeah. like a cognitive dissonance of two opinions, yeah, because it's it, like I would lose friends for recommending people watch this. Absolutely, or I would lose the respect of my friends who think I'm like a movie guy. They'd be like, mm-hmm. "I watched, I turned it off after 15 minutes," and then they would take my next recommendation with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But I think there is something valuable in the experience of having seen this, especially. If you're not used to like really weird filmmaking. Yeah. Because this is weird. This is up there with weird stuff. It's, it's, up but there. it's also pretty accessible version of that genre. If you, if you, I think, I think so. It's not, it's not hard to follow story-wise. Mm-hmm. You never, you're never thinking to yourself, but yeah, but how, who is that? You're never thinking mm-hmm. that. You never get lost. It's a real quick 90 minutes. But there were several times I looked at the time time bar and I'm like, holy shit, it's only been 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's only been 50 minutes. Like mm-hmm. multiple times where I'm thinking to myself, this thing has to be almost over. Um. <sighs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, that's the Greasy Strangler. And what we would do to kind of improve it, make Mm -hmm. it a little less itself. (laughs) It's like, you know, that that advice. And now that you say it, now that you say it that way, I don't like that. Okay. Because it is something. And if you changed it to, if you made it not what it is, it might be better, but it also wouldn't be the greasy strangle. <laughs> we wouldn't be so warped during yeah. this conversation. You need you need somebody who it felt like somebody who was really trying hard to be David Lynch. Someone who's very heavily inspired by him. Yes. As someone who's been watching a lot of David Lynch stuff lately, (laughs) um, you can definitely see the inspiration because he does do those long, like long shots of strange things and repeating stuff like that and stuff that doesn't necessarily make sense. But he also does it in sort of a dreamy way where it's like it's it it's softer if that makes sense 
This feels yeah. like you're getting beaten with a stick. And a David Lynch thing is like you're getting beaten with a pool noodle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so, so yeah, maybe l- take a little bit of the edge off of trying to gross people out and make yeah. it a little bit more surreal rather than gross. Okay. If you're doing the same exact stuff, even the nose thing. Yeah. The yeah, nose thing no. was, yeah. File, but, file some of the edges down, I think, and you'll have something yeah, that'll... But I, this is a very hard one, because I really don't want to change what this is, because we need things like this. Because if we don't have things like this, everything is just Marvel movies. All we're getting is very polished, very easily digestible, big... Yeah, I'm going to say dumb movies, <laughs> Yeah, which are fine, but that's not all I want. Like, I like pizza, which is a Marvel movie, but every once in a while, I also want to eat, you know, in, you know, the little deep fried octopus. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like I like that weird thing as well. Something with a little, little different texture. Yeah, we need we need stuff like this. I'd agree with that. All right. So, um, I think those are kind of the points we have to make about this movie, right? Yeah, I think do, so. Do if we, if do... we could, if we could tweak it, but not change it. That's yeah. what I want to do. I want to tweak it, but not change it. Yeah. Um, do we want to do reels first or do we want to do the wheel first? Let's do the wheel first. I'm okay. always excited to, to do the wheel. So everybody who doesn't know on the live Friday shows every other week, we spin this buddy, uh, the real wheel. Uh, it is a list of 16 movies recommended by fans and people that we know, and it will tell us what we're going to be watching for the Friday casual episode in two weeks time. Uh, I have updated it with the recent stuff, which includes the fifth element, which I really like trilogy of terror, which I haven't seen. Uh, and I think otherwise, yeah, cool. Uh, so I'm going to spin this and we will see what we land on, man. Anything- these are. These are some very different movies that we have on here. Oh, so yes. Hey. Yes. Hey. Reanimator. So, and funny enough, October 1st is going to be our next uh, nice. casual Friday episode. And we are going to kick off the spookiest month of the year with Reanimator, which is oh. based, I believe, on an HP Lovecraft short story. It is based on HP Lovecraft. And it's. I want to say modernized, but it's in the eighties, but it's okay. modernized from the story that was written in the 1800s. So okay. it is based off of, but they do a really good <laughs> job of sticking to the HP Lovecraft story. Okay. Um, it's, it's not one of my favorite HP Lovecraft stories because I like the elder God, you know, came yeah. from the ocean giant Cthulhu stuff more than uh, the reanimator. The but, the mad science HP yeah. Lovecraft stuff. Yeah. But Herbert West reanimator. Um, I can't remember. I'm bad at names. Um, I don't know. The guy who plays Herbert West um, is fantastic. This movie's great. 
It has a scene where a woman gets uh, oral sex from a decapitated head. It's a very weird. Yeah, it's a weird movie, dude. But we watch it probably once a year in this house. And it's always a fun watch. I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie maybe a dozen times in my life. Cool. (laughs) This Uh, movie rules. I hope. I was kind of hoping for just the two of us today because this was a weird one to talk about, but I'm kind of hoping for a big uh, turnout on that one because I would like to know this. This seems like a, an accessible horror movie. Like this is not, Yeah. this isn't a weird one. This is, you know, a pretty mainstream horror movie. And I, th- I think it's, I think it's well acted and it's a good story. And I really like this one. Yeah. No, this is going to be a fun one. Cool. So yeah, tune in on the episode on October 1st for when we talk about reanimator or the next, I don't know. It's going to be on like three episodes. If you're listening on the podcast app, I don't know the, the <laughs> math, the math is wonky now that we do Fridays every other Friday. And do we want to do reels for the greasy strangler, Michael? Sure. Let's do what reels. are you thinking? Um, it went from that zero mm-hmm. that we started out with. Um, it didn't get up to the seven, but it went up a surprising five reels. Um, I'm going to give this a right down the middle because I think you put it perfectly. Um, I wouldn't recommend this to anybody, but I do think everybody should watch it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. It's disgusting. If you're yeah. easily grossed out, you probably want to skip it. But if you think you can power through it, I think you should watch it because like I said, we need this type of movie so that we don't just have big dumb action movies. Like yeah. I can't, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to take it if all we got were big dumb action movies. I I agree with that point in particular. This is different. It's clear that this is a movie he wanted to make and they let him make it. And it is something that made me feel something. It wasn't just spectacle on screen. It wasn't just comedy for the sake of laughter. I felt deep rooted (laughs) feelings. There were revulsion mostly. But this movie made me feel something. I'm giving this a six, slightly higher than yours, but so it goes. With the same advice, if you're easily grossed out, you might want to skip it. If you're looking for something that might gross you out, you might want to check it out. And I believe that gives us uh, 11 out of 20, which is 5.5, which, I mean, I I think in general, most of our ratings are pretty fair when you average them because you average them. Like it's, you're going to get, you're going to get weighted towards the middle anyway, Um, unless it's universally loved. Like uh, I think the party got really high. Um, Uh, Hopefully I brought that down enough. Maybe I think Memento got pretty high. There were some of them that got pretty high out here. Yeah. I think Robo got, got pretty high. Um, Only three of us. Yeah. Parasite Parasite got got pretty high, high, even though we had a big, we had a big, panel that time and that still got really high parasite's fantastic Um, parasite's great yeah uh shout out to parasite once more hell yeah (laughs) Uh, if you want to if you want to watch something that's different but you don't want to get grossed out watch parasite that thing rules (laughs) yeah parasite's great 
Uh, before we do our goodbye, shout out to the other real boys. We'll just go down the list. Uh, Chris Harvey of the Chris and Chris podcast. He's a traveling comedian. He's a working comedian. And he's generally too busy and successful for us, but he does show up on occasion. We appreciate him whenever he does. We've got DL Smokes on Oops Caught Me Smoking. Same story. Uh, he's going through dealing with some stuff right now. So we're going to, you know, wish him the best. Uh, Jerry and Blaze of the Cloud Chronicles. Uh, he and DL Smokes have a sports podcast as well called Bet That with Dan and Jerry. And uh, really good show. If Even if you're not into sports, uh, they do a pretty good job. Uh, we've got Justin Wallace. Formerly of Carpool Shenanigans, now of Anime Shenanigans, where they talk about anime, which is great. I like I like a f- moderate amount of anime, so I'll always support people talking about it. I like the anime I, I like. Uh, we've got, uh, <laughs> I, I really do enjoy <laughs> Anime Shenanigans. I thought that was very yeah. fun. Their first couple episodes are out. Um, yeah, Justin's Justin's a weird dude, and he's got. Uh, now he's got a, a bigger group of weird dudes around yeah. him and it's it's delightful i love a, little, a weird podcast own little zaibatsu uh we've got <laughs> phil better the podcast mogul himself he's got a new show out called 10 reasons i'm not allowed in walgreens um it's okay it's all yeah. it's pretty predictable if you know if you've listened to phil's show you kind of can guess what the reasons are yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean the amount of places that he gets kicked out of on a regular basis, why he picked the Walgreens one, I don't understand. Like, he's Canadian. I don't I know. know. They... I mean, he's not allowed. It, I mean, his picture, it's like it's like one of those old West Wild West style wanted posters is up in every single Tim Hortons in Canada. And it's on the front door. Yeah. I would like to know that story, but he's not telling anybody that story. He's telling everybody the boring story of why he's not allowed in Walgreens. Who cares? No, but he's really proud. Has he shown you that picture of him posing next to it? He's like, yeah, they got my picture on all of these things. Mm-hmm. That's great publicity. I'm like, all right. Yeah, man. but he won't even tell us the story of no. what happened. No, but, but that's he's telling next... everybody the boring story of the time mm-hmm. he went into a Walgreens without shoes on. Big yeah. whoop. Well, How can you make show... the podcast six episodes out of that? His next show is going to be the one reason I'm kicked out of Tim Hortons. Um, at least he's been talking about that since we started this show. He's probably yeah. Been no, about he's been talking about that for too long. I don't think it's ever coming out. Yeah, and of course Zach Wiseman, my brother from another person uh, of some nobodies. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, you know, also dealing with stuff. Real life issues take precedence over the real boys. So until future time where we can all gather mm-hmm. as one, you are stuck with this guy. Go ahead and give your outro if you hey, want. Hey, uh, um, yeah, I'm Michael Colby. Um, I am going to be, Dylan doesn't know this uh, and neither does Zach, but I'm going to be the temporary co-host of us uh, twitching upstream and, and uh, talking upstream. So look out for that. Um, but currently I have Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex, uh, which is so delightfully weird. Um, but I'm, not I'm disgusting. Up, I'm caught up on haunted apartment complex. It's it's fun so far. Not yeah. disgusting. Not um, yet. <laughs> there's some stuff. There's some stuff that could be disgusting, but yeah. we're not. I I do the sound effects for that, so it will never be this kind okay. of disgusting. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have. I love this terrible game. Um, we are starting no time to binge back up. Uh, we're gonna be minus Zach for a little bit. Hopefully not for too long, but. Yeah. 
Um, we're going to get that one going again. Um, what, what else do I have? You said generation clash. Generation clash. Okay. And then in October, in October, um, every day, about five, six minute reviews of a different horror movie every day that we watch, um, in the month of October, that one's called quick cuts. The first episode is out now, so you can go and subscribe to that. And once the first hits, you're going to have 31 episodes of a podcast to listen to. And I'm thinking I'll keep the feed up, do it next year. But also if I find a movie that I like enough to talk about it for five minutes and sort of recommend to people, I'll probably just put up random ones every now and then throughout the year. Yeah, right on. But yeah, all of my podcasts, probably. I think so. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, and of course, I am Dylan. You can find me at Everything Some Nobodies Does, Twitching Upstream, Talking Upstream, Silicon Angels, CYOP Appeal, which is that choose-your-own-adventure style show. Uh, we've got some other stuff in the canon. Uh, personally, I have started putting up some tabletop gaming stuff on DriveThruRPG in October, I'm going to have some real short one-sheet adventures. If you want to pay what you want and pop that into your own campaign, you can check those out at a link that will be coming in the future. And I've got some other projects scattered around. You can keep up with me at Vorpal Words on every platform. This has been The Real Voice. Uh, I'm Dylan. That's Michael. We've got everybody else who's not here today. Talked about the Greasy Strangler. Uh, on Monday, we're going to be talking about, I believe, A New Hope, Zach's number two movie. And in two weeks, you'll catch us here where we talk about Reanimator to start off October. Halloween Hell yeah. Month, uh, which has. I got. Been on I this have two movies that I have to watch October Ooh, 1st now. Nice. But luckily, Reanimator and uh, The Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're fine. So, yeah, tune into everything we've got going on. You can find us on all of your podcast apps, and we're live whenever we do the show on Mondays or Fridays. Leave us a review and a like or share wherever, whatever. Click the stuff so the so the uh, algorithms decide that we're worth paying attention to. Because, as we all know, life these days is determined by the almighty algorithm. Mm-hmm. Praise be to the algorithm. And until next week, may your sorting ever find you towards the top. I guess that's it. All right. Okay. Bye. I don't know. <laughs> he wants to go off road. Are you gonna shoot that shot when you get the lane? No, he was right on my ass, man. Too wide. Who wrote this? I did. Ask him if you got the letter. Did you get the letter? What letter? Was that me? About to catch a fade, huh? Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya.